Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one birthday boy, the number one cock boy, Johnny G, John Gabrus. And guys, I am not in the High and Mighty studios. I'm currently in the HeadGum studios, so no nearly silent co-host Arthur Gabrus. As a matter of fact, my dog walker just texted me saying he's stuck in traffic. Artie may have been peeing in my house at this point. But joining me in the HeadGum studios is my nearly silent engineer, Mars, and my guest for today's special birthday episode, I've got James Adomian, Bobby Moynihan, and Christine Nangang Nangle in the house. Hello. Holy Hi. shit, guys. Wait, your name is really Mars? <laughs> That's the coolest name I've ever heard. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a Manic Pixie Dream Girl name, right? It's the best name ever. It's the Roman God of War. <laughs> yeah, we're here with the cuck boy? Yeah, the number one fuck boy is something I said on like my seventh episode, <laughs> and now I'm like 140 in. I'm like, what? What am I doing? I'm and third. still number one, though. Yeah, I'm still Good, number one. Congrats. I'm still at the top of well, the charts. You said cuck boy, right? Yeah, also. Oh. I, yeah, I want you to evolve. What number cuck boy are you? I'm. I was number one cuck boy for a while, but I've been, you dropped. I dropped <laughs> hard. Oh, I'm sorry, I dropped man. hard. I haven't been able to go to a hotel with my wife and watch her get fucked in a long time. <laughs> I want to hear you as an aging broadcast that still has to earn the title number one cuck boy <laughs> decades from now. As always, you're listening to season eighty-three. <laughs> Number one cock boy. There's it's a new me. cock boy in The town. number one fuck boy is back. I'm still podcasting. <laughs> this medium is dead. My career is dead. Everyone's please dead. wear Mac Weldon underwear. Been dead for 32 years. <laughs> Promo code mighty. Um, guys, the reason I have you on is because we all have the same birthday. Yes. Isn't True. that fucking wild? January 31st. Yes. We're all Aquarius. It is. What is oh, happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Happy birthday. What time to is you? For those of you Happy not sure how podcasts work. Birthday to you. Headgum got us a cake that I think D is going to eat in one bite. Happy birthday, dear. Us. Everyone in the room. Portia de Rossi. <laughs> Thank you, Marty, Thank for you. committing to the entire song. <laughs> yes, that, was, that was the most important part of it all. 
Um, should we put out all these tiny fires? No, let's leave leave it. <laughs> Let it burn. Let it burn for the. Let's just eat melted ice cream cake in ninety minutes. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys for the birthday cake. Yes. Um, it has Paul Shear's name on it, despite him not earning that. Well, let's for eat that first. Right, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Nay. Let's make a group wish. Oh, oh, dude, that, shit, it means something. That was for Paul. <laughs> One of the candles didn't go out. I got it. <laughs> That's a good I got sign. It. What a remarkable it. birthday. What a re- just a celebration mm. of a fantastic day. Yeah. <laughs> is it confirmation bias that I think it's crazy that this many comedians have the same birthday? Or is it like, am I, is it like the number 27 with Jim Carrey where I'm just seeing it? Run the, num- run the numbers <laughs> at home. Get back to us. Yeah, if there's I- any as impressive, if there's a, as impressive a birthday, I'd like to know about it. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like well, we've been, I mean, we've been alive. I'll, I'll be 41 I'll this be thir- upcoming 36. Month. Am I the oldest? Yes. I am. Yeah. She said that very quick. Because well, I don't want to say. She that. said. She said. Oh, you know, you know all the amount of information she's giving about her age is that it's under forty-one. <laughs> Christina and I are is be Paul older than me? Same age. We're going to be the same age. <laughs> May I? No, uh, not exactly. <laughs> am I older than Paul? Uh, oh, possibly. I that I, I don't know. I well, and always... we would know if you didn't flake. But Damn. for fuck's sake, <laughs> father of two, <laughs> you can't show I, up. I literally just came from the pediatrician. Oh, at least you went. You I, should go to see an adult doctor. It, I know. <laughs> just, you know. You just like lollipops. Right? <laughs> yeah, like toys. Um, I'm not, not joking. Got a flu shot and they gave me a tiny slinky. A tiny that's slinky. a real thing. Well, it was for my daughter. But so that's the first I, birthday gift of the group? Uh, oh, yeah, shit, there dude. you go. I, I wish I had it. I left it in her crib. I well, wish you had seat. a tiny. I left it in her crib. That's pretty dangerous. <laughs> I left a tiny it's metal a loose coil. Neck. In my... It's like a neck-sized <laughs> slinky. I just let leave it dangling from the mobile. Mobile, mobile, mobile? from Mobile, Alabama. What is that thing called? Um, uh, I would say it's mobile. a mobile unless you need to rhyme something in a song. Oh, right. In which yeah. case, it can yeah. be a mobile. Okay, in case you're doing like a nubile, vi- you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Just in case you're rapping. Um, see, I didn't really plan on what exactly to talk about for birthdays, but is it? Are you guys fans of your own birthday, or are you are the people who dislike it? I like some... it. It's a month after New Year's. Yeah. five weeks after Christmas. It's like makeup time. If you d- didn't get something for Christmas, <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't want get it. a good follow up. Be like, well, you got me PlayStation, but now I need fucking altered, yeah, uh, Bubsy twisted the metal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's also good for like resolutions. Like if like if you f- don't make good like new year's resolutions new year's resolutions you're not doing well you can be like you know what i'm gonna start on my birthday yes um and i always do that everything that i shoot like on this year i'm gonna do and then it always starts on my birthday yes it's a weird interregnum period uh between that like january cool off where you're just like all right i'm still drinking a lot (laughs) i i'm doing that thing where i'm not drinking during january January. yeah i think that's a bad that's a hard way to do Um, it but I feel like I could drink on my birthday. Oh yeah, it, technically. So, I don't know. I, that's good. That's is worldwide. This interesting. One thirty-one. I will say one thirty-one eighty-two is very. It rolls off the tongue. Maybe because I've written it on 82. a thousand ten ninety-nines over my career. Oh wow! A thousand yeah. non-union that in. college humor fucking hundred dollar <laughs> videos. <laughs> I yeah. made 10 grand in fucking 10 years. And most of them you had to fill them out over and over again because you had changes of address. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, sorry, I actually forward this to my mother-in-law. It also has a, like maybe like the most syllables of uh, the, uh, a birthday. I'm trying to January 31st. January 31st. January, yeah. Like January 27th. 
January 27th would have seven one. syllables. I've thought about this. <laughs> I've, I've thought this out. I don't Anybody know. ever catch the fact that it's the day that most <laughs> most coupons expire? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. of course, Aunt James. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the day that's like the last day to enroll in like healthcare in New York. So I. See <laughs> It is often a deadline, it's which a is deadline. funny. It's, it's, like, yeah, it's always, always like, get it done by January 31st. All sweepstakes must be, con- you know, and you're like, <laughs> oh, sweepstakes It's got deadline. some serial killer thing, too. I remember watching some serial killer documentary, and they were like, this happened on January 31st. And I was like, oh, boy. I know that the That's Tet Offensive canonical. was like the 30th or 31st. I remember Who knowing was? that. The Tet Offensive? Yes, the oh, Tet yeah. Offensive. Also, there was a spatial disaster. Um... <laughs> Um, Stalingrad fell. The Germans lost Stalingrad on January 31st, I believe. Oh. It's Mini Driver's birthday. It's Mini Driver's birthday. We can let's rattle off some celebrities we know have a January. Timberlake. 30th. Timberlake. Mini Driver. Portia de Rossi. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Kerry Washington, right? Kerry Washington. I've, I spoke to her about this. I sat television. next to her at a jet game. I was hammered, and I was like, <laughs> "We have the same birthday." <laughs> oh, uh, which reminds me, I did a very similar thing to a different celebrity, Marcus Mumford. Also January 31st, yeah. drunkenly screamed his face. <laughs> that weird celebrity birthday website started following me on Twitter. And I'm like, yes. what is that? So I clicked on it and then I saw my birthday. I'm like, who else has it? And I see friends. Mm-hmm. And then I see Marcus Mumford. And I then saw him that weekend and just screamed. Like, Dude, he was like, all right, man, see you later. <laughs> I did the same thing to Franz Schubert. Also January 31st. <laughs> I, his grave site. In Nolan, Nolan Ryan, the pitcher for the yeah, Astros. True. Phil Collins, the drummer for Genesis. Wait, for real? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't think Wait, I knew that. Phil Collins. The drummer for Genesis's name is Phil Collins? <laughs> Wait, is that the, the actual Phil? I thought there was two Phil Collins in the same band. I was like, do they, do they have to do the a other podcast? Phil, the well, other people, Phil Collins in Genesis. I, I, I thought that's what you were saying. I I really I'm pumped. backing up Bobby's theory on this. Well, There's you just a very said, similar Phil Collins in Genesis. You just said Nolan Ryan. And Phil <laughs> Collins, and then they went with the name Genesis. <laughs> like, we can't be Phil Collins squared. Is that the guy? He drowned the other Phil Collins, and that's what that song is that's about. Right. He established dominance in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said Nolan Ryan, the pitcher. It's like, as opposed to Nolan. Nolan, Nolan Ryan, Ryan, the most specific the, name. The, the, so Nolan I said Ryan. Phil Collins. But though. also just to describe him as the drummer. from. The- <laughs> I say the same thing about That's Stick. why I got confused. Yeah. I was like, wait, hey. Technically, he is, bro. <laughs> That's because he's so talented because he was born on January 31st. Yes. Is it like it is an Aquarius birthday, right? But like, not anymore. After that right? crate, well, like what, eight In years ago, they did a re, a re, I don't follow that stuff, but I told astrology. someone I was Aquarius and they're like, you're not anymore. And I was like, what? Because <sighs> they can't do that to me. Yeah, I because don't, I don't, they like got rid of Pluto. I identify as Aquarius. Yeah, so they don't too. have a choice. <laughs> they <laughs> added, I only go into Aquarian bathrooms. It, in like 2012, they tanks. added a demon snake to the <laughs> astrology. <laughs> they added a what? They added a 13th astrology sign, Ophiuchus, which is like a demon snake. <laughs> oh, that's In 2012. And I'm like, no, let's just not do that. And where, where did that one land? In January? I think in November, Ophiuchus? but it, it shifted everybody else's that's stuff. That's so around. fucked up. You're like, Formerly oh a Scorpio, something that people understand. They're like, well, now I'm a demon snake. <laughs> no. I match with a guy on Tinder, but he's an Afiaco. <laughs> 
not going to work. <laughs> like so, someone who's very proud that they have the new horoscope sign would be an easy like yeah. uh, turn. Okay, I think I'm going to walk away from Afakakos yeah. over here. I forgot what it was already. Love, I'm pretty sure it's Afakakos. I love oh, hey, Afakakos. <laughs> it's like a, he's a Greek guy. <laughs> he's a Greek guy. It's my, it's my buddy, Afakakos. No my son of mine is going to be an Afakakos. <laughs> I tell you, I, I worked with a couple of Afakakos. They're not bad people, but no yeah. son of mine is going to yeah, be Yeah, babe, hold it in. You're holding it in. It's okay. Afakakos season is over. Whenever you go into your Italian accent, I realize not that we not only do we look exactly like we sound exactly like. <laughs> no, it's upsetting. And by the way, that accent is my actual accent. This is my trained improv yeah. accent. You guys are I've uh, been there. Queens and Long Island? Uh, Long Island and Westchester Ch- County. Westchester. Westchester. Um, Rye? No, I forgot. I played hockey in Rye. I used to at Playland. And that's where you're born too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same. I was born in the Bronx, but like. Where were you just born? That's where the hospital was. I was born in Philadelphia. 1958. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Philadelphia. Of course, it was called New Amsterdam. <laughs> um, what about you, Adelia? Well, Omaha, Nebraska, and um, people from Nebraska <laughs> meet me and they're like, hey, you're one of us. And I'm like, no, I was there for like three months as a baby. <laughs> oh, really? Then where'd you I go? I don't even like corn. Where'd you move to? Uh, Atlanta. And, and is then, that where you consider yourself from? Kind of, but then I moved to LA when I was 10, so that's, I don't know. Oh, that's It weird. makes it very difficult to say where I'm from. But one thing that's been consistent is your birthday. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> through you all haven't those, your birthday. <laughs> and why don't you like all that corn? Trauma. Huh? Why don't you like yeah, corn? Why the fuck don't you like corn? I don't know. I'm mildly oh, allergic guys, to certain corn processed away. corn. Come, yeah. come in with a big bowl of corn with candles. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> he apparently only lived there for a couple of months. <laughs> when he was too young to eat anything. Well, that's like uh, Mel Gibson. It's Australian, but he was born in Peekskill in Westchester. Oh, and really? he lived there until he was like six months old, but he tells everyone he's Australian. But he's like, you're born in like a yeah. trashy yeah, Westchester yeah. suburb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You were born within 50 feet from a ground round. I know. Well, it's a, you know, that drives me. And now this is something ground else. Ground like, Oh, fuck. Very pay, specific. I hate yeah. ground round because that was the place as a kid. You pay, pay as a, you weigh. Pay as yeah, you weigh. Yeah. And it fucked what? me up. Yeah. Do they weigh you, you upon what entrance? You yep. Yeah. Penny. Okay. And then they, <laughs> then they charge you how much heavier you got. No, 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 no. Penny oh. per pound. So oh, okay. penny per pound. Which is not a big deal because for most kids, it's like, it's 70 cents. That's cute. That, But for me, it's like. My mom be like a dollar forty one. A hundred and fifty pound fourteen. I was year old thin until college. I was a I was a little tiny boy, baby boy until yeah. college. Yeah. Were you uh, Were you short too? Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. grew uh, like six inches in like one year, and like <laughs> was that where your like, legs hurt? For- yeah, no, I I, had, oh, I don't want to no, want to get disgusting. <laughs> I had I grew so fast I had like stretch marks that started to split open. Like, oh, I, like it was oh, I Jesus, just, that's like the Moynihan's hands do everything in one year and then stop. That's <laughs> that sounds like an evolutionary leap. Yeah, it was. It, was, it wasn't like I, I was bursting girls. open. It didn't happen that fast. I could breathe underwater. It was, it was terrible. They was have like bad. tattoos. Are you the shape like of that? water? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I got a tattoo of a stretch mark. They do. They have like tattoos. They have. I'm saying this like. You go to shop right, you pick up tattoos. Um, they they like where it looks like you got scratched by something. Right, and they show like either muscle or you can get wires Or in like there. the American yeah. flag. Oh, yeah, I bleed red, white, and blue. Literally. Actually, my doctor says it's bad for you. <laughs> you shouldn't have blue blood. Yeah, he says it's uh, somehow blood that hasn't been oxidized mixed yeah. with regularly oxidized blood and, and a bunch of pus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this is bad. This is real bad. You shouldn't be ble- bleeding red, white, and blue. Um, I grew... 
I was always fat. Like I wrestled at 142 in seventh grade. And the only other kids in seventh grade who were 142 were early developers. So it was like I was wrestling against like the kid who had armpit hair and muscles. Mm. And I cried in my first wrestling meet. <laughs> I, got, oh. I got pinned. My dad came and my dad was like this big tough guy. And a guy just held me in a headlock so hard that I started crying. Oh, and it was my first. And I got up and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just like tears <laughs> pouring down my face in front of like a junior high gym full of people. And at that moment I was like, I got to get into podcast. <laughs> I, I remember playing the violent sports and one and now I look back and I'm like, why was that pushed on? Why do young boys have to play vi- like like it's sports so f- where they pretend like it didn't hurt. I know where the biggest thing in the world is lying about how you actually feel. It's yes. like what a weird thing to instill into young boys. No, I, I like this. In Pop Warner football, I remember tackling drills where I would they the coaches would put me up against people because they I could as an example take a hit for the rest of the team to watch. Oh. And so like a stronger kid would like cream me but I would do it full speed. <laughs> and then in hindsight, I'm like, those were feelings of, like it, if I felt that now, I'd be like, please take me to the hospital. But the, back then, you'd have to spring up and be like, okay, so who's next? Hey, coach, we got these new training dummies in. Toss them. I got this kid, James. Just stand out there like a fucking lunk. Let people just blast. <laughs> I played ice hockey in high school and tried to in college. And then, but when, when we were in high school, my coach was like super, he was like super coachy, like super like, Whatever. And I didn't care. I totally did not care win or lose. I was just, I enjoyed skating. I enjoyed playing hockey. I but have visions of you like Daffy Duck. A thousand percent. <laughs> I, I used to get in trouble because during the face-offs, I would go, hey, and like try and like make weird sounds. <laughs> yes. And then like take the puck away and they'd be like, you can't do that. And I'd be like, it's a game. I can do whatever I want. It's not illegal. It's We're not illegal. Kids, I didn't touch him. I got Relax. in trouble for hiding chicken nuggets in my glove and I would just like eat a chicken nugget and like try and make my friends laugh who were on the team. But like I was that kid. I was the, that kid. And I remember I very distinct memory of my coach being like, like, hey, like you know, you you fuck around a lot, but like you're 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 pretty good. You could be good. You're a good skater. You got strong, strong ankles. And I was like, yeah, I took tap for six years. <laughs> and he didn't want and to hear get that. Off that my was rig. literally maybe the last time he spoke to me. Um, I noticed that skating is a lot like dancing. Oh yeah. God, this kid. <laughs> I was going to hockey practice at four a.m., going to school, and then going to uh, do uh, like fiddler on the roof after school. <laughs> And like doing musical theater, and he did, he was not having it. Yeah, Coach Berardo was not having and it. And you held you hid chicken nuggets in your uh, that too. I would hide chicken in nuggets in your fiddle. In in your fiddle. I really want to see. I really want to see you in a on a hockey rink and start tapping. Um. Oh, I could do it. <laughs> I did uh, because of that. I we did a Godspell in high school, and I was Judas, and I did the whole thing on rollerblades. And they built like ramps so that I could like, go into the audience, and they were like, "It was, it was thousand, just thousand percent." That's they were, like, like you the can most nineties thing ever. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> we were rollerblading during Godspell. It was ridiculous. This peak rollerblade, like everyone is like, "Dude, we can work it into anything." <laughs> they were just so happy and that I could do it, and then it made no sense. It had nothing to do with it. I was just on rollerblades for the whole thing. This kid's got a talent I've never seen before. Let's see if we can shoehorn it in. <laughs> <laughs> that's like how like Craig Robinson has to sing in every movie he's mm-hmm. in it's like all of a sudden it's like why does he have a guitar now oh right we want to give him an opportunity to sing in a movie dude 
I auditioned for some movie. Oh God, it was that movie with Ashton Kutcher and uh, like the, the, we sleep together because we're but we're buddies. Casual butt. There was fuckers. like <laughs> how was it? There was two like at the yeah, same time. There was like Justin Timberlake Friends and Mila Benefits, Kunis. Which I was in the Timberlake one. I got edited out of that movie. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So Isn't it crazy actually... that those movies and now they just essentially switched partners and got married because like Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher's in one of them. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake are in. Uh, in Friends with Benefits, and then it's No Strings Attached. No Strings Attached. With uh, Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yes. I think it was that one. I auditioned for it, didn't get it, and ended up seeing the movie like two years later. This goes to the uh, Craig Robinson thing. Uh, they cast Abby Elliott in as the part. friend. Like they just decided to make it a, a, a girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was on rollerblades. And they were like, but they brought her in and they're like, oh, here's our friend Jenny. And they're like, Jenny, don't you do impressions? And they just like pimp Abby into doing all of her amazing impressions that she does. That was like, this is just, that was her SNL audition. Right? Like, it was insane. It was like, oh, you do that good. So we're going to put that in the movie. I played cargo pants guy <laughs> that Mila Kunis sees, waits in line behind at like a oh, grocery stand. And she's like, because she makes fun of Timberlake's cargo pants at some point. He's like, but it has so many pockets. And then I got to be in a scene. But it was the most like... This my scene is I'm facing away from the female lead of the movie and she's just saying shit to me. So it's like my big movie. And then it's I'm watching and you don't. I had no like shit agents at that time. I'm like sitting in the theater and I'm like, I think it would come up now. You didn't know until you sat in the <laughs> yeah. theater. I took my brother and oh, I was like, wow. I think it would be in a movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I understood. I wasn't like. I, I was under, no I friends, no benefits. <laughs> yeah, right. I got fucking six hundred dollars and a kick in the ass. <laughs> Were you really tensely waiting at the last moments of the movie for maybe that you come? Maybe maybe it's a post credit. Maybe Sam Jackson walks in and recruits me for the friends with benefits <laughs> uh, initiative. You're now, part of the, you're now part of the Cunis universe, <laughs> <laughs> the extended Cunis universe. It's me, her maker's mark. The Cuniverse. I, I dated the Cuniverse. I dated Thank a, you. Uh, I dated a I guy in college go. who um, was like a real hippie, and his like looking back, it's so insane when I think about it. But his like stated goal was to be able to live out of his cargo pants. Like he wanted to carry everything he like owned in his cargo pants. Oh, this dude is now a doomsday prepper. Uh, no, he he's like an academic, <laughs> I think. Um, but like he would just his. But his the funny thing was his cargo pants would like bulge out for like a foot on each side because he had everything in there. What does he need for survival in college? Dried fruits, apricots. It's <laughs> <laughs> all different. Yeah. He just keeps listing fruits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Two sure you need only dried fruits? It was actually he would put soil in there and seeds. <laughs> <laughs> harmonicas. He just like soil and soil and seeds. We can be, I got a sperm sample and an egg. I can I can recreate society if a need be. A whole lot of prepaid cards. <laughs> got 50 Amazon gift cards. I used to ca love cargo pants because of, like, I feel like the joke is stoners wear cargo pants, like that kind. Of, but it is like where you put a bowl, a lighter, and a bag of weed. I love yeah. cargo cargo shorts at least. I love them. Oh, me too. I swear by them. Yeah, honestly, I see nothing wrong with it. I'm not. I'm not a slave to fashion. The only problem is sometimes you load them up a little bit, and then like you're just pulling up your pants all day constantly. Long. I'm doing it anyway, and not. I have plenty of gut, but my pants sit under my gut, and then I have Same no here. ass. So my pants are always falling down in the back. I'm three hundred. You should wear a big old butt. Wait, you, what kind of belt? Do you, keep... do you do this belt? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I have like similar it's the braided ones. They're so we have to. Fat guys, you can wear make that a belt. hole wherever you want. They're yeah. showing the each other their belts. Yes, guys, I have they're a braided belt too. <laughs> 
what do you do underwear-wise? Because I wear Mack Weldon's promo code Mighty. No. Oh, you do? I, you, that's why I was listening to your other show, and I'm, I started looking into that because I was doing Tommy John, but... Mack Weldon's what? Mack Weldon makes very comfortable underwear for at least my frame. Like, the double XL underwear. I can't buy cool underwear that... I can't buy cool clothes if... I went to Barcelona with my wife, and I was like, I want to get... There's, like, this cool surf shop there. I'm like, I got to get some clothes here. And the guy was like... Yeah, I don't know if I'm like, do you have double X shirts? He's like, no, it's like Europe. And I'm like, what about pants? They're like, the biggest size we have is like American waist 34. I was like, and then I was like, shoes. And I was like, I'm a size 12 American. He's like, no can do. I'm like, you don't even have size 12 shoes here. So this is where I, long story short, I bought a hat and I I can wear it. I can wear it on one. What what does it say? It says dark seas, which I think is the name. But then I also buy, and I'm an idiot. I buy a red hat with white lettering on it and start Uh, wearing it around Europe as the biggest American invisible. And I'm like, oh, this is like a MAGA hat. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't like when people have, like people have MAGA hats that are, that are like sarcastic or that are. Squint and read the thing. Yeah. I don't don't like it. We got hats for the president show for like all the writers and it says because Melania wore a hat that said Flotus mm-hmm. it was just black with Flotus on it so we got a hat hats that say Wotus because writers of the United States it's like our email at work and then the president show and I still I feel like people when they see president or like anything that looks like POTUS I feel the people giving me dirty looks so yeah, like, no 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 this is anti anti the, to even have the parody you have to be reminded of the original exactly, exactly. so it's like that's why like a Schindler's List parody is, will never be funny because you're like the original is so fucked the, up the one that I'm shopping around is not bad <laughs> it's not bad Linda's List <laughs> I'm Will McLaughlin get... I believe we all know Will McLaughlin yes yeah. Will McLaughlin me and him were walking down the street and saw uh, there was that porn store across the street from or one of some porn stores just like a shitty DVD place across from UCB in New York at Chelsea and there was a movie called Schindler's Fist oh, yeah. and we tried to get Will McLaughlin to go in and get it <laughs> That's I don't know wait <laughs> <laughs> you sent him in like he's the younger kid that well, will do we were, anything. I mean, this was 15 years ago. We were 30. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. uh, but Will just, I Will was I'll just dad. It. He was just like the also, one we sent to do stuff. There, like. There's a, um, a, like one of the biggest, or it's a very big um, companies that makes elevators and uh, escalators is called Schindler's. Schindler's Lift. It's No, that's what I'm <laughs> that's, saying. That's, no, that's a real thing. It, yeah, it's called, out here it's called something else, but like Schindler's Lift. Basically. It, yeah, in America, it's called, just called Schindler's, but it's, it was Schindler's Lift. It was like a pun on it. Yeah, that's I saw weird. it. I took a photo and I was like, why isn't this called Schindler's Lift? I, I thought it was so funny. And then people in like Europe were like, it is. Yeah. You go in and you put like a rock on the little handle on top. Is that happened in the movie? You can't get on if you're wearing a red coat. <laughs> Um, do you guys have a favorite birthday gift or party? Oh, here's a shitty thing about January 31st as a birthday. I found a negative. I remember a negative. I used to love going to the movies and then my mom would be like, you can have a movie birthday. And you know, you bring like eight friends to the movie theater, but January, not the best time for movies. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing matinee. The well, John, uh, John Goodman. the John Goodman movie about the giant ants, mm-hmm. and then also the other birthday movie, a different year was King Ralph, another John. <gasps> oh my Goodman god, movie. I think I saw that for a birthday movie. <laughs> it would make sense. I, oh I think god. I very well may have seen King Ralph as a birthday <laughs> oh movie god. too. There's a hilarious scene where he shoots the steak off the plate and it knocks everybody's glasses over <laughs> at the big table. I love that movie so much. <laughs> he sings great balls. Spotted of- dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Goodman in matinee, a movie about ants. John Goodman in Arachnophobia? Also? No, no. In Matinee is about a dude who's making sci-fi movies, maybe, and it's a big, big ants come to life. 
Okay, but is he in arachnophobia? He's also in arachnophobia. He's also yeah. A y- young John Goodman, very young. Yeah, I'm thinking that. I love a good Goodman. Mm-hmm. I, he terrifies me, like at his size. He like stresses well, me. Well, he out. looks like, good now. Yeah, but he looks good in uh, Inside Lewin Davis. He was stressing me out. Cause like he's playing a guy who's like dying and he's like yeah, using yeah. two canes. I'm like, this is too real for me. Yeah. I don't. And that's when I started doing crunches. Yeah, <laughs> in the movie theater. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, uh, is there a CrossFit in this theater? Like, oh, right. John Goodman, what kind of belt you wear? <laughs> hey, John Goodman, you want a braided belt or what, bro? Uh, dude, here. Uh, this is, has nothing to do with anything, but. I actually I may have just told the story, but I was at like doing wardrobe for some stupid like internet commercial, um, and the person was like, "All right, so here are your pants, size forty two, and they're like Dockers khakis," and I'm like, <gasps> like trying to get it on, and I don't want to say like it doesn't fit because it's like that's humiliating. So I just like deal with it, and they're like, "All right, let's get a belt on." I'm like, "I don't need a belt. They trust me. They're fine." It's like oh, we boy. just need to get a shot of the belt. So I'm getting a belt. The belt doesn't reach the hole. It made right? it tighter. And yeah, and the guy and it do, I can't close it. I can't like get it to go through because it's not a braided belt or one of those Boy Scout belts. And the guy's like, it says it's a size 42 belt. It should fit. I'm like, well, sometimes you gotta go a little bigger with it. He's like, it should fit you. I'm like, it doesn't. He's like, that's crazy. It's gotta fit. And I'm like, yeah, it no, should. I mean it it doesn't. Please yeah, stop making me talk about this. <laughs> it's like losing your erection and, and your wife's like, hey, why is this happening? It's like don't Bring it up. <laughs> I stopped shopping at actual stores because I was sick and tired of going, you're, you're going to have to get that online. We don't have that here. I know, dude. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not even that big. Like, I'm like, That's what stresses me out, too. I'm like, I go, and then you go on for like a fat guy a commercial audition, and everyone is like 400 pounds and way bigger than me. And I'm like, wait Where'd a minute. I'm not even fat enough. I'm like, I'm fat enough to not be one thing, but I'm not fat enough to be a fat guy. So I'm just like in like man-child purgatory. <laughs> I did get a custom-made suit from a big and tall and it, oh, yeah, it's fucking too. great really? yeah it's yeah. the best That's yeah the things suits that are a nice comfortable size too big i feel like are pretty good yeah i'm in a place <laughs> where i'm like considered uh illegally fat for a gay um, <laughs> like if you're, i can't play you could be fat the anywhere mo- you could be the most jokes. ripped straight guy <laughs> i would never ever in any world describe you as fat thank you bobby <laughs> i but i put a lot of effort and mental energy into like making it me not look as fat as i am and then you go to a tv show and they're like oh you're here for one day here's the fat clothes we have for you <laughs> I know you're like oh right yeah. <laughs> I remember when uh, that show Happy Endings came out and they were calling Pally fat like the bit was yeah. that Adam Pally was fat I was like well I'm never gonna make it in Hollywood because literally my most handsome uh, <laughs> best in shape friend is called fat on TV if these literally there's a scene where he walks in and everyone takes a turn making a fat joke about him in my head I pictured if I walked in next in that scene what the fuck would they Holy shit, dude. Look at the size of that fucking guy. I'm like, hey, I'm actually. What is it? (laughs) How many SNL sketches I was in that we had to like, that were like pre-tapes or last minute things where I couldn't turn around on camera because the back of my shirt was split up. (laughs) They just had to like like split the pants or the backs of shirts and like I couldn't turn around. Oh my God. So you have to exit backwards. Yeah, I was walking out backwards or it was just like I had a suit jacket on for no reason over something (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that sucks dude that really sucks or you're blowing out shorts that's like my new thing is like i got a pair of shorts that fit and then i climb getting in and out of a car at because i'm a little bit tall and uh, very overweight to get in and out of car i kind of have to like 
swing myself down. Like I now I know why big dudes have trucks because it's like you can just kind of s- step into it. Fall but to get out into of it. A, my little Volkswagen, I have to like fall. I have to be like, all right, I'm getting there, and just like kind of drop in the last couple of feet. And I just blew out two pairs of shorts doing that, trying to get my leg over to the driver's side. I'm just uh, to the gas pedal, just like, poof, and I'm like, well, fuck. There you go. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I haven't blown out. Any any shorts? Yeah, I don't. Want, I did it on stage now. once in a Harold. I like picked somebody up and my fucking pants exploded open, and Amazing. I had to do. It was like minute one of the twenty five minute Harold. I'm like, well, glad we I had a, these hot yeah, pink. I, I I split some pants open in like the transition year between my skinny skinny twenties <laughs> when you were still like <laughs> and r- my heavy thirties, holding on to it as much as possible. Like, no, these pants. Still <laughs> yeah, work. these are good pants. <laughs> I'm only using it for a costume now. I just don't tuck in it. I can't tuck in a shirt, but they're still comfortable. I'm constantly splitting men's pants. Open. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're an EMT yeah. though. To be fair, yeah, it's like EMT emergency hernia. Cutting the, leg, cutting the leg up so I can give him a tourniquet. <laughs> um, wh- what about anyone else? Any big birthday parties Any body or gifts? Issues. You remember? Yeah, what is what is everyone else's <laughs> shortcomings in life? No, I have I, a story. You're talking about uh, car, getting into cars. Yeah, um, this is how I'm going to relate to that story. Is that um, I don't wear heels a whole lot, so anytime I'm wearing heels and I get into a car, I hit my head so hard oh, you're because like I'm, taller I'm than all of a sudden like taller. And it happens every time, and every time it happens, like I'm if I'm wearing heels, I'm going out and I'm like trying to look cute. Every time I'm like, this is why I can't have things. <laughs> have, like, this is why I can't have a, lo- a social. That's why I can't like look pretty. Is because I'm an idiot. And then like an hour later, I'm like, oh right, it's the heels. That's why I hit my head. When, Otherwise, I just feel like an idiot. <laughs> when my wife wears heels, she goes. I'm literally your height now. And she goes from like five, two and a half to like five, five and a half. And she's like, I feel like I'm your height. I'm like, babe, I am. I'm looking directly over you. I am six foot two. You are now five, seven with you. Six, two. Yeah. I got it. Jesus. That's what But my saving grace for being fat. My whole life is that it's like, I've been called big man by every single bouncer in New York oh, City and Los Angeles. I don't know What's if you're the news. Excuse me, big man. Excuse John, me, big you're man. not. You're uh, you're actually six three two thirty nine. That's as far <laughs> up as it goes. I honestly, my my wife, <laughs> Tiff, and I almost last night posted a photo of me in my underwear because I'm six two three zero eight, and I look better than Trump. And right. I was like. Should I post a picture that says I'm seventy pounds heavier than this guy says he is, and this is what I look like? <laughs> I'm almost as heavy as he claims to be, and it's like <laughs> what does he claim to be? I'm like two thirty five, and he said he's two thirty nine, and I'm he like, says he's six three. There's no way he's six three. Obama is six one, and he says There's he's six no three, and he leans. Way. He's at like a forty degree angle. There's no way he's fucking he six, leans. Right? He's got to measure. For the, they got to put the measuring stick on like a uh, lean. Like you a, can drop a like the Galileo experiments <laughs> right, off the side. <laughs> Big thick old dude. There's no way. There's no way he's two thirty. And it's I sat bad. next to him at jury duty. <laughs> There's no way. What? what? I had Trump? jury duty with Trump. What? I have a super weird. Imagine you're a. I have a super weird history with Trump. The only jury duty I've ever had was uh, right out of college, and it was um, someone was suing a Trump casino. I. How was wait? How did you you sat next to Trump? No, if you imagine I, you're a bla- you're a black no. guy on trial. And you I'm gonna go through it. it quick. When my the first time I did I, one of my first jobs, I think I was the voice. I was the voice of his hair in a commercial for something for like maybe the Comedy Central roast. Oh, I don't even shit. remember. I don't know if it aired. It might have been an internet thing. I don't know. But I was that, and then a couple months later, I did 
a bit on Conan when Conan used to do the desk driving bits. Yeah, yeah. Me and Charlie Sanders was like when the week Phantom Menace came out and me and Charlie Sanders uh, were Obi like Obi-Wan like fans dressed up and Conan hit us with the, the, the in the desk driving bit. And one of the guests was Trump. And when I went back there, like when I was backstage, he was like, you were very funny out there. And I was like, oh, thanks. And I was like, actually, we. And he's like, I remember you. Kind of, and he kind of remembered me, I think. And then, From jury duty? And then I was like, actually, weirdly enough, a girl I went to high school with was on the first season of The Apprentice, this girl, Erica Vitrini. And so we just started talking. And this is like 20 years ago at this point. Just started talking, uh, whatever. Um, next, now I get SNL, I'm on SNL, and I do Jimmy Fallon, and he's the other guest. And we just kept running into each other, but he was like, Mr. Moynihan. Like he oh, remembered my name, you? remembered my name. And then I get called for jury duty. I don't do it. Like, you know, you, you, you defer, defer whatever, it, whatever. Yeah. I do that twice. I'm sorry. I'm looking for the picture. Also, uh, I do that twice. And the third time I'm like, I have to go. I pull up in the morning and there's vans everywhere. And like TV news vans it was like the week after he announced he was going to run for president. And I was just like, what's happening? Like, is there like, am I about to be like a murder trial? And they were like, Trump's here. He got called for jury duty and he's here. <laughs> You're running for president. You shouldn't be on a jury. You and, can defer. <laughs> and we had hours of, we went through the whole thing. They showed us all the videos. They were like, this is what's going to happen. We have a million cases, so you're going to be picked. And you're going to have an uh, an hour-long lunch, and then you'll come back, and we'll tell you what cases you have. Second, all that stuff is over. Two guys peek in, and they're like, come in, and they bring Trump in. And he just walks in, pick, literally picked two Spanish women. It was like, I want to sit there. And sat in between the Spanish women. Then clocks me. And it's like, hey, are, oh, who, are you, oh, who are you going to play me on SNL this year? And I'm like, please don't talk to me. <laughs> um, but this was him sitting in jury duty. What the fuck? Holy shit, dude. Right there. But then, and then a couple weeks later, he was hosting SNL. And it was the weirdest. Ugh, it was the weirdest. Holy shit. It sucks. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre and it sucks. Oh my God, dude. That's yeah, crazy. You're going to end up being like pardoned by him in some I, I go like, I, I think what the scary thing is, is I think I'm at the Spare point. Like if he him. was walking down the street, you he saw live. me, I think he'd be Mr. like, hey. Mr. Like, and that really bothers me. He's going to put, there's gonna, the apocalyptic people in Children of Men camps and he'll go like. Him. Spare him. He would Moynihan. come into the rehearsals at SNL and go, Mr. Moynihan, Keenan, Sashir. Like he knew my name and then like he, someone told him to memorize the black people's names <laughs> on the show and that's what he did and it was awful. Oh my God. Um, here's my crazy jury duty story. No celebrities involved, but uh, we're all waiting in this room. The court case is like a doctor molesting uh, underage patients or some shit like that. And so- is anyone un uh, uncomfortable with the blah, blah, blah? And someone someone raised their hand. And woman's like, I'm uncomfortable with the subject matter. I don't think I should. And the judge goes, unfortunately, we all should be uncomfortable with the subject matter. Somebody has to be on this jury. So I can't allow that as an excuse. And then he's like, does anyone have anything, blah, blah, ongoing cases, whatever. And someone raises their hand and is like, I'm actually currently involved in a molestation case. And the, per the judge is like, who is the perpetrator? And it's like, it's me. 
<laughs> and everyone's uh, like, uh, and he's like, okay, yeah, you can, you, you can head home. The house. They're <laughs> like, yeah, like, you can head home. And the guy's like, the walking. Defendant, defendant's like, I want him. <laughs> yeah. I want him. Everyone <laughs> was looking around like, what the fuck? That it's like, you know, two hundred people in those rooms. Yeah, well, the he next, just, he probably didn't do anything. He just no, wanted to get totally. out of jury duty and knew that that was the but, way to do uh, it. <laughs> honestly, if you're willing to just say I'm a child molester in front of everyone, then you shouldn't have to go in jury duty. You're a sociopath. That's the one perk <laughs> you get. <laughs> yeah. And then another guy stands up and is like, I also. And then the judge goes, and who is the perpetrator in that? case and the guy goes um, can I actually approach the bench to talk to you about it and the judge goes of course and he calls the guy up to tell him privately and while he's walking up the other guy's still packing up his shit and you see him realize I no. didn't have to ah! say it in front of everyone he's like oh my I could have went like you could see that he's like oh my oh, I thought god you were gonna say it was like he was the they other guy yeah. <laughs> hey <laughs> I know you from that room <laughs> he had just been so forthcoming he was like yo me <laughs> and I was like oh my god imagine finding out right after like I could have kept that a secret. <laughs> I'm like, oh my <laughs> it's so God. fucked up. Jury duty in New York City is so exciting because no matter how diverse you're, you think New York City is, it's not till jury duty where you realize you're like, there's, I, I think 50% of the people in the room with me, which was like over 200 people, 50% didn't speak a lick of English or no, were none. saying or pretending not to. And also, not only that, too, the second he came in and he took pictures and then. Uh, he got, literally got up and left and then they all told us we could go. They No, I'm sorry. They gave us a three-hour lunch and when we came back, they told us they wouldn't need any of us. And I was just like, like because you were part of me was like, thank God that? I don't have to do this. But then I was just like, how many lives did this man just fuck up by coming here? <laughs> right. Because now like everything has been backed up. Like it's just like Jesus. Imagine you're like a young black kid on trial and the guy who's been calling for the fucking lynching of the Central Park Five is just the sitting jury. in the jury oh duty. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Too. There's no excuse. I don't have it. I've never met Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had uh when I was like when I was like 23, I guess, maybe The Apprentice was out then or something, early 20s, and I had a weird <laughs> I had a weird recurring dream that I wish I'd never had where Donald Trump was the cuz I was like really poor and struggling and like Donald Trump was the subconscious voice of like, "All right, how's your money going? How's your financial life?" Oh, and he would man. pull me in <laughs> He would pull me in to a weaved a weaved chair at uh, Mar-a-Lago, like a palm tree room in Mar-a-Lago with a woven chair, and sit down and go like, "Explain to me how much your money you're making." And in my dream, I had to, I had to. I had to explain to Donald Trump that it was worth it for me to stay in showbiz. Oh, oh wow. my God. That things God, were going to work and out. And now you're still doing Because that. he was this cartoonish figure of like an idiot millionaire, I right. guess, yeah. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are just nightmares escaping a factory where he's chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> a factory is such an interesting specific. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, one, uh, the place I used to have another a, a recurring birthday party was this place called Time Out. Um, oh, no, the... The timeout was the arcade in the mall on Long Island, but then there was also a place where they had like ten arcade games, and you didn't have to put quarters in. It was, oh. and you'd rent it out for like three hours and get pizza delivered there. And that was where I had my birthday party four years in a row. And I think the fourth year was like you are entirely too old. Like I think I was like fourteen, <laughs> and like you're like not supposed to have birthday parties at an arcade. You're supposed to be like trying to kiss girls or whatever. And I just was like instead just fucking rocking on at my yeah, dudes. We're playing fucking Spy Hunter all <laughs> afternoon. The games aren't even like new, you know. <laughs> I went to uh, I have one birthday. I went, <laughs> I went to uh, Disney on Ice, way too old of a kid to be going to Disney on Ice because I was obsessed 
as an animation nerd with Darkwing Duck, and I knew there would be Darkwing Duck merch there. Is that the one that had Judas on skates, too? <laughs> Judas? I'm, I'm referencing oh, that. Right. <laughs> That's a really interesting one. When Judas turns on Darkwing, on Darkwing Duck, Duck, he's like, let's forget <laughs> it's dangerous. That was the most uh, spiritually compelling of the Darkwing Duck villains. Wait, so how old were you for that? Way too old. Like, probably like 13, going to like Disney on Ice, just so I could buy rubber toys that were Darkwing Duck that. themed. <laughs> I, I, one of my childhood friends' birthday was January 25th, and our mom Fuck used to him. do like combined birthdays. And we t- got a limo to go see Grease on Broadway, I remember. <laughs> oh my like gosh. We <laughs> just like, with, uh, with when Rosie, Rosie was Rizzo. <laughs> I think I saw that. And, and I, I was like, what the to... fuck? I don't even like Broadway shows. I just kind of like the movie Grease. How was it? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I remember specifically we sat so in the front row. My dad made the joke. He's like, you're going to get this sweat on you. And I was like, oh, that sounds funny, huh? And then like in yeah, one of the songs, really the dude like turns and like his brow sweat just like hit me in the face. And I was like, this is disgusting. It was like Gallagher. He was hand driving pretty hard. Yeah. That's the, um, I guess I've never given the warning but that's a warning I should give to people who see my shows live. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's like a splash you're, zone. You're a bit of a sweater and then often have some sort of like cap or wig that or, uh, eliminates uh, your ability to... <laughs> there's like a field of, of like waste that comes off of me. It's like three feet in every direction. You're like Pigman, but it's water molecules. Yes. <laughs> you have like conden- uh, condensation floating around or you. Or some... I, and sometimes if the lighting is right, I see like spit sail out of my mouth oh. and I'm like, I can't stop. I can't stop talking. I'm doing a set. The worst sorry. Sweat, the worst sweat performance stuff is uh, the at UCB chairs. Like when you get up off on a scene and you're like, there's like visible swamp ass, <laughs> and you're like, uh, you gotta like get up a certain way where you slide your dry cheek across it just to make sure. And it's not like gross, but it's like just visible like temperature change of the seat. You're like, shit, they can see this. <laughs> um, yeah, showbiz is still nasty. There's it's like, so nasty. There's, there's still like legacies of like the caravan days. Yeah, or like when the mic, the sound guy goes to put your mic on, he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, well, brother, yeah, it's going to get, get a little you, worse. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I... a big sweater, though. Are you? I'm a As huge a big sweater. Guy, I'm not. Yeah. I thank God I got lucky. Mangle? Big sweater? Not now big that you're sweater. a 49-year-old woman, do you sweat a lot? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, no. Mangle, do you have any body issues sweating? I was, just, I was thinking that, like, I was trying to imagine sitting around a podcast with four women and us being like, I weigh this, okay? And when I was 17, this is what I weighed. And, like, showing each other our stomachs. <laughs> I'm like the uh, – like, I, I've – Develop, I've come like full circle to where like when I meet people I go hi I'm so overweight that, but I'm completely comfortable with it it's like you're not because you're talking about it nonstop. but I like well, I need to harness it in some way and like get ahead of like right. I'm doing my own fat spin where I'm yeah. like hey don't worry about it I'm not spin-, you know and they're like great well we just need to sign for this package <laughs> yeah, well thank you very much <laughs> let me see if I can get my hands around this pen <laughs> can you come in here and throw it into my pen <laughs> I I grew up with like tons of body issues and I've never been like big, big, but like I remember speaking, you were talking about birth, like every uh, year at my school, you bring in treats for everybody and you, I mean, everybody does this, like you bring a cupcake for your whole class. And if you have extras, you would go from class to class and give them out to the teachers. And I remember in second grade, I think it was second grade, one of the, um, they, all the students in my class ate all the cupcakes. So my teacher sent me to the next room with a, with a note to give to the other teacher. And I read it, which I didn't usually do. I was a really obedient kid. And the note just said, 
I was I wanted to send over cupcakes, but the little piggies ate all of them. And I oh internalized. My God. I like it was totally like looking back. It was so like benign, but I internalized I that yeah. that like my teacher was calling me fat, and oh, like I fuck. I carried that for so long that my teacher thought I was this like was like a little fat kid that ate too much. What was the receiving teacher's reaction when they read the note? I don't remember. Just kind of like, like okay, <laughs> tell me about it. I don't know. I she ate the note. Smack me. Smack me. <laughs> I ate the note at that moment and then rolled around in my own shit. <laughs> the teacher's right. <laughs> Hysterical crying, oinking on all fours. Um, Christine, yeah. are you okay? <laughs> I'm a piggy. Uh, what other? I would I would love some kind of like uh, thriller plot where it's like take this note to the teacher next door and the kid reads it and then it's like destroy the school today <laughs> like, I have to rat him out yeah it's like a Manchurian Candidate thing yeah. activate local four you're like what? <laughs> <laughs> Operation Kill Deer is a go you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I one one time in seventh grade I went to Catholic school and this one nun who I love Sister Pat she was great I don't remember why she did this but she asked me she's like will you exper- be in this experiment with me I'm gonna <laughs> she like honked at that. she <laughs> she I think it, she was trying to test people's reactions to things so I was like a, a good student so she um she wanted to be yelling at me for something irrational so she's like I'm gonna like you're, you're just gonna be doing something and I'm gonna start yelling at you for whatever thing it was that like I had nothing um, that I didn't have anything wrong and she's like and I just want you to and it didn't what a wacky nun and, and like I had to just be like no but I, I didn't do it and she, oh it was something that I didn't do and she was accusing me of oh. and, and it was like to see how the other kids would to react to see how other kids would react so me and this nun who I fucking loved were like in on this like bit together and um, she was like yelling at me and nobody did anything <laughs> You thought you were going to get like a Spartacus yeah. moment where they'll People all be like, like oh, I'm whatever. Spartacus. I did it. And everyone stands up and backs you up. Instead, they just let a teacher berate you. They were like, I, yeah, yeah, Christine, don't be such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sister Pat's right. <laughs> yeah, Christine sucks, right? Yeah, but she like, pulled a prank on you. She had told all the other kids not to react. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably like little goody t-shirts. It's the fine. left like, hand it. will not know what the right hand is. We had a really mean nun. I went to Catholic school for a long time. We had a really mean nun named Sister Marie. I literally have scars on my Still? knuckles from oh, being hit geez. with a ruler oh, really? by her. We yeah, she was, she would uh, 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 put me under the, uh, I would talk a lot. I was very talkative. She would put me under the piano. You? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put me under the piano and bang on the keys and goes, this is what it's like when you talk in class. Like she was super crazy and super mean. Oh, and um, uh, she, she, nobody liked her. And she, uh, when when school was over, I mean, when uh, recess was over, she would she had this huge golden bell, like a thick ass bell that she would ring. And that's how you knew to come back in. And there was this kid uh, started crying, threw up. He was like sick, started crying, threw up, got embarrassed and like went to run inside. And it was when she was ringing the bell. So she didn't see him coming and she clocked him in the head with a bell and he split his head open. And from that moment on, they were like, she tried to kill him. <laughs> like, it was like because she had this terrible... She actually got she like nicer rep. after that because it was like oh it was like a thing of like did she mean to do it Whoa, or did shit. she and it was like it was pretty nuts. I, I can't believe that we're just now in recent years at a place where society is like sixty percent against beating children. Yeah, and it's, all of you still not far enough torture. Along. And it's crazy because everyone that everyone that's pro disciplining your child physically always says, "Well, that's what happened to me," and it's like. Didn't you hate it? 
Right. Like that was like my dad hit me, and then that's the reason I'll never hit anyone is because it was awful. But people are always like, "Nope, it happened to me. It's got to happen to my son." I'm like, "But do yeah, you remember you learning the from problem. it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you learn from it or no?" Yeah, I got polio. My kid's my... gonna get polio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I had no opportunities growing up. My son will have no opportunities growing up. It's the way yeah. it's always been. <laughs> yeah, that that's great... the thing. I, I, I. I... Get that get so stuck on with like MAGA people is is like the idea that's like I just want good jobs to come back to my town so I can make money and send my kid off to college so then I can later dismiss him as the educated elite. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you fighting for? If like you, I you want just... a good factory job so I can save up money so my son could have a good factory job twenty years from now. <laughs> it's like, what? It's a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, there's <laughs> we don't don't get me started on this. Let's talk birthdays, but this fucking shit is driving that shit is driving me crazy. Yeah, I, and it makes you feel. I truly start to feel elite. I start to feel bad. Where I'm like, don't you see how bad this is for yourselves? And I'm yeah. I'm benefiting. Do any of you have like I don't know if you have like I was gonna say friends in middle school. <laughs> I was like, do you already have like siblings yeah. or anything? Like know yeah. anybody that is in the school system now? My it's brother, so crazy different. Mm-hmm. It's so like. It's just, it, it boggles my mind. Like the, having the phone and not, like when they're allowed to have the phone and this whole new way to That's do math. Weird. With, that new the way new of math teaching is math. Insane. Somebody told me what about that. What do they teach that? with like smartphones? No, the new math the new is math, like some insane way. It's like you draw lines and then lines and you Yeah, you draw like, like a, a tic-tac-toe board to essentially, do, to do addition of large uh, numbers and or multiplication. I don't, looking at it now, I go, I was such a visual kid I think I would have known math if I was if I had this this, right but now I don't know math I didn't have to take math my math teacher died in high school so we (laughs) we didn't have to take it and then my placement exam in college (laughs) 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 my placement exam for college equals deceased (laughs) I failed every math thing in college but because I was an acting major I couldn't take like the core classes they were like you don't have to take it so like I have I can't do math at all but you think all. new math might be for you i think i can do new math children style my te- well, I had like- a teacher called me gay boy for my entire senior uh, my entire uh, four years of high school uh who was my football coach did and you go also- to all boys school no and uh because you because you were also into theater or something <laughs> yeah because i was like uh Loud and uh, I don't know, sassy. I You're kind of sassy, <laughs> yeah. But it was just also more like. And then I'm like, for four years, I was called gay boy by a teacher. That shit it would never fly no. now. I took. I, I should have t- shot up my school. <laughs> I, there's still time. There's still time. I'm gonna go back. You don't have to be a student. You don't have to be a student at the school if you're gonna shoot it up. Thank you. There's no rule that you says can, that. If you remember anything from this episode, remember Christine. <laughs> Angle, oh no, Christine Nangle, comma sixty one says that's gonna be class of class of eighty eight. That's gonna be the worst story in the world when someone like goes back to their high school after seven like, after. 50 years and it's like no should have done this no, a long time not cool. <laughs> the boys are back in town <laughs> <laughs> he's playing that in his car it's like, a, it's like a weird like it's like beautiful girls like a reunion movie but they're going it's like all set up like hey we're getting a gang back together and they're all like hey beer and then they're just like Romy loading and guns and shit you're like <laughs> Romy and Michelle's too is very different yeah. <laughs> they lock the gates on the outside <laughs> Mark Maron screams lock the gates <laughs> There, I, I took. Uh, I didn't get my driver's license until I was like twenty-one, I think. And um, my brother and I uh, went and took classes at the AAA near our house in Philly because it was like cheaper 
insurance wise, I guess, or something. But when we went to go take these classes over one summer, everyone else was like 15. And the uh, the teacher, <laughs> he used the word retarded constantly. Oh. He'd be like, you got to be retarded to make a left at this point. Like, but what are in you Philly, doing? it's still okay, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was on the test. As long as you're not talking to an actual retard, you're allowed to say whatever you want. It's like, Jesus. I know. I had to, it's on I, the test. I went and, Question 10. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh, I think the answer is a word I'm not yeah, allowed to say. It's a state bird. <laughs> Who no. makes a left on a red turn? <laughs> Retards? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, but um, the I actually like went and talked to him after one of the classes, and I just was like, you know, people don't. And this, you know, this was fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was in Scar. Yeah. This was in White Drivers Act. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, basically, like, you know, you can't really say that. I kind of like explained my very gently. But and I was like, that's fine. I said my piece. I couldn't. I couldn't. I wasn't okay with like not saying something. Then at the next class, uh the beginning of the class, he wholeheartedly apologizes, like had definitely like it had affected him. He felt horrible. He pointed out that I brought. Oh, the, like, and I, no. The and last I, thing you want is attention. I, I, I know. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Mr. Dunas. My driver's ed teacher wore one fingerless latex glove on one hand and it was the most upsetting imagery ever. He was just sitting in shotgun. I guess he said he had like a weird rash on his hand. And in he didn't case, want it to... I've done a lot of driving in my time. <laughs> you never know when you have to reach over and grab the wheel and you need certain traction. It was... You might just have to hook it. <laughs> we, we were T-boned on the first day of driver's side. Jesus! I, and I was sitting in the behind the driver's side and the car just hit right where I was sitting. What? And then he's like... And the kid driving, my friend, the January 25th birthday kid, actually, uh, shout out to Chris. Um, he Chris. was like, I can't drive. It was, he was driving first, the first one of the four of us in the class. He first gets time hit. Ever driving. His first time ever driving. <laughs> he gets hit. I've never driven before. And they're like, he's like, I can't drive home. I'm too scared. And it's like, the guy's like, well, Jonathan, do you want to come up here and try? In, and a, I was, in a T-boned car? In a car with like a huge dent in the side. And the two girls, we had two girls in our class who were like, I'm not driving. I'm not. And I'm like, I'm driving home in a car that was in, I was in a wreck a minute ago. And I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> this is scary. Driver's crazy. He should have took over. Right. He yeah. should have taken over. And he should have been like a wash, but he had to like. Yeah, you he know, should have called your parents to come get you. <laughs> I know. And that was the crazy part. When our parents came, they were like, wait, what happened? And they were so furious with the driver's ed school. Jeez. That shit was like run by like fucking people who were too fucked up to be like yeah, I took, counselors. I'm, I'm, I, was, I took driver's ed with like my buddies. It was fun. Like, yeah. and like the guy was kind of cool and we just drove around for a bit. But I was driving early. I was driving at like 15. Like, wow. Illegally? Yeah, I yeah. was just driving around. One but like not, like not like, like I would just like, like just go, down to the docks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I used to do fish runs down to the docks, pick up salmon for my buddies. Take them up to the other docks. <laughs> Gotta bring them from dock to dock. <laughs> Um, guys, well, I'm completely out of steam, so we can call it here. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. I just want to wish everyone a happy birthday. Happy and if birthday. you're if you're on Twitter, tweet at us and say happy birthday. Happy birthday to Thank the you. Aquarians, yes. the Dreamers. Yes. And you. The Those... DACA. <laughs> Don't tweet happy birthday at Paul Shear. He Do doesn't not yet. deserve it. Actually, tweet at uh, Paul Shear. Sorry, bud. Can't wish you a happy birthday this year. Um, <laughs> yes. Hey, see, hey, hey, Apple Sheer, so sorry they moved your birthday. <laughs> you're, oh, an, you're an African now. He is now, he he is now February Af 1st. Af you're an Afogato? <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the uh, 13th sign? Oh, Afiakis. Yes, Paul yeah. Sheer is now an Afiakis. He's no longer a January 3rd. <laughs> wish, Portia, wish Portia de Rossi. That's Mini a hard driver. one. Mini driver. Carrie Washington. Jackie Carrie Robinson. 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 Phil Schubert. Collins, the drummer from Genesis. Timberlake, of course. Of course. Um, is there any 
Do we know anyone else? Like any non? I was about to look it you up. You want to look it up? I got friends. You got some friends? Shout out to Sparky Pop. Okay. I was going to do you know, that too. If you don't have a friend, you don't have to try to make up a name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like behind me, he's like Sparky Brand Soda on the shelf. You're like Kaiser Soze. Well, Sparky Pop's real. It's Sparky Pop is a real, a real friend's person? name of yours? Well, yeah. It's, it, was, it, was her, it was her internet handle that she just, people know her as. Oh, her name's Marsha. Uh, a weird thing about Wait, her name's Portia? Marsha. Marsha. Oh, I was like, Portia. Like the, the thing where if you, if you say, oh, my birthday's coming up, and then like, oh, when? The 31st. Oh, my husband's is the 26th. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's always a thing people want to talk um, about. Yeah. Uh, 31st isn't the 26th yeah. we're a little bit different or like I, when you're like yeah where are you from oh I, I live in Los Angeles it's like oh my cousin lives in San Francisco <laughs> you're like yeah alright uh, maybe I'll run into him yeah. <laughs> how about well, not trying to be part of the human exchange and leaving me alone you're the third person on this list what where is uh, this list I, Google it's Sparky Pop's list <laughs> oh is it alphabetical too, much, too heavy to be gay <laughs> Tyler Ritter who I'm <laughs> <laughs> what is this list <laughs> oh, technically not obese but definitely overweight Will hear sass behind his back. Have Wait, you ever, have Tyler, you played a Nintendo Tyler Wii Ritter? when you step on the mat and it, and your character on the screen goes boring? Oh, <laughs> oh, no. When I've created a character oh, on a Nintendo so Wii in front upset. of people. It says one at a time, please. Yes. <laughs> who do we got, Bobby? T- Tyler Ritter, who I'm, I think is John Ritter, one of John Ritter's sons. Okay. Justin Timberlake, James Adomian, Amy Jackson, very pretty lady. I don't know. I don't know her. Marcus Mumford, Kerry Washington, Paul Shear. Pretty Zinta. Oh, yeah. Propriety. Priety Zinta. (laughs) Anna Silk. I don't know who any of these people are. That's my other name. Um, (laughs) Portia de Rossi, Minnie Driver, Patricia Velasquez, Dexter Fletcher. Oh, this dude. You know this dude. Anthony LaPaglia? What? Get him off. I've never heard it. (laughs) I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Can we zero? You don't know Anthony LaPaglia? Can we pull that in as a sound tag just for Bobby? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my phone rate whenever I get a text it just screams Anthony LaPaglia he was most from? recently in Annabelle Creation and he's great you know Anthony what LaPaglia. are they drawing from are they drawing from um, Wikipedia um this is according to brainyquote.com wait oh, that's yeah. how yeah. they get wait, are you on that list Google what are you on that list I don't know I'm still going <laughs> uh Kelly Lynch John Glenn Thurman oh Glenn Thurman the dude from 21 Jump Street Oh, the black Kelly dude from Lynch 21 is, Jump Street, Jonathan Lynch? Banks. Um, oh, Mike from, Mike from Breaking, from Breaking Bad? Bad. Jessica Walter, forgot about that one. Jessica Walter for oh, the nice. mom from Arrested uh, Development. Oh, yeah. yes. Jessica Carol Walter. motherfucking Channing. What? Oh, That's right, yeah. Carol Channing. I yeah, I forgot that. about that Still one. Still alive. Shit, Gene really? Simmons, but so. not that Gene Simmons. <laughs> it's like a picture of an older lady from the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, she Jackie had a Robinson, Tallulah Bankhead, Eddie Cantor. Ann Coulter? No. Eddie Cantor. Oh, even better. I don't know who these people are. One of them is listed as YouTube person. Nope. Did you just veto YouTube personalities I as d- being I celebrities? Won't. I won't. I um, love that it gets to Eddie Nolan Cantor Ryan. and YouTube personality before me. And A Mangle. lot of them are like <laughs> oh, YouTube people. This, this well, did you guys respond to the survey they sent to <laughs> Was it wait, what was it called? It's Brainyquiz.net? <laughs> it's a January 31st someone, uh, census. That someone started. named Fat Mike. Oh, from uh, NoFX? Sure. He's like, the lead singer of NoFX. I can't FX. decide if I want to be on like these lists or not, you know? Right, because I know the thing the is- The weirdest picture of me I, I've I'm ever gonna seen. Speak for, I'm going to speak for both of us. What is that? The weirdest <laughs> picture of me I've ever seen. Oh, Jesus. I'll speak for both of us. If we're on that list, there's a part of us both that knows when someone gets to it, they're going to go, who the fuck who is the this? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> is this Fat Mike's wife? 
they start they start scrolling faster. They say the Mrs. same thing Fat for both Mike. me and Gabriel. Mrs. Fat Mike. <laughs> That's how you get A lot of people, it. though. Yeah. See? We're famous. People. I always go with the Porsche to Rossi Mini Driver. I got to remember Carol Channing. No, yeah. Carol Channing. Yes. I, gotta, I always Walter say Jackie too. Robinson Can and Phil Collins. Everybody. Oh, she's in. That's a first month. That should be the intro. That's a first month. January 31st. I guess we got to end it there. Yeah. Happy birthday, guys. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. I'll see you at Justin Timberlake's house party. <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's let's crash some parties. Bye, shitheads. Yeah, Bobby, get us invited to some fucking 31st. I don't know anybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.